When it comes to prayer, we understand the importance of making time to speak to God. But what if we don't hear Him speak back? In today's video, we'll look at Psalm 42 to learn three simple steps to take when we feel that God is silent. Welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. If you are new here, welcome. Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a video. And for those of you returning, welcome back. For daily encouragement, beloved Bible study series, and unlimited videos to grow your faith, I invite you to join the Beloved Women app. A few years ago, I found myself in the emergency room in excruciating pain due to a slip disc in my cervical spine. And I desperately desired to hear from God. I prayed to God for relief and I expected direction, encouragement, comfort, or just any sign from him that I wasn't as alone as I felt. Instead, I was met with silence. I just I just didn't hear anything from God. Confused as to why God would choose now of all times not to respond, I began to wonder if he was really with me at all. Feelings of rejection and abandonment hurt more than the pain that led me to the hospital in the first place. Now, as a busy mom, I often crave quiet, but I'd argue there is no worse feeling than when it feels like the silence comes from God himself. What are we to do when we pray to God, especially when we're in desperate need and we're met with silence? Do we conclude that God didn't hear us? Do we think that he's not there or worse, that he doesn't care? The writer of Psalm 42 knew what it was like to cry out to God and only be greeted with silence. Yet instead of receiving God's silence as rejection, the writer continued to trust God and even praise him for several reasons that we can learn from. As we look at Psalm 42 today, we'll learn the three major reasons why you might not be hearing from God, what practical steps you can take when God is silent, and why we can always trust God even when we can't hear Him. Now, before we begin, I want to outline a few reasons why God might be silent. First, it might be that God is speaking, but you're not in a position to hear him. Second, he might be waiting for you to obey the last word that he gave you. I found that God rarely gives us every step along the way. He'll give us the first step, and then when we do that, he'll give us the next, and so on. So if you're not hearing from God, ask yourself, what was the last thing that he told you to do? And have you been obedient to that? The third reason you might not be hearing from God is that you're in a testing season and God is giving you space for you to exercise your faith in Him. Regardless of why you may or may not experience silence from God, we often don't know what to do in these situations. We start to doubt if God is really there or question if we did something wrong. But the last thing that you want to do in these situations is stop communicating with God altogether. Have you ever been on a call and lost signal? This happens to me quite a bit in the carpool line because we just have terrible reception in that area. But when this happens, I just call the person right back and continue the conversation where we left off. I don't assume that they don't want to talk to me anymore because the call dropped. I just call them back. When we feel God is silent, however, we may mistakenly feel like God is giving us the cold shoulder and don't call back. Our natural reaction is to draw away and not lean in. 
Yet the writer of Psalm 42 did the opposite in the face of God's silence. He didn't stop calling on God. In Psalm 42, verses 1 through 2, he writes, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. I love the visual elements in this verse of a deer panting for water. It describes how our soul should feel for God, that we should be drawing near to Him. We should be thirsty for God because we understand that He is what we truly need. Sometimes it's not that God is silent. It's are we listening? Are we thirsty for Him? Do we want to hear from Him? Is your desire just for what you want or is your desire for God himself? Regardless of how you feel, are you drawing near to God or have you just given up on the whole idea of hearing from God altogether? The psalmist knew what it was like to be in a situation where you feel like God is gone. The psalmist shows us not to give up on seeking God even when he feels distant, because he is the only true source that can satisfy our souls. Each year, seasons bring on change. A tree will turn from green and plush with leaves to colorful leaves that fall to the ground to bare branches covered in snow. No matter the change it experiences, it's still a tree nonetheless. In the same way, as we experience different seasons in our relationship with God, he is still God, and His truth and promises always stand true, even in a silent season. So although we may not be hearing from God at the current moment, Psalm 42 teaches us in these seasons to remember what God did in the past. Verse 4 says, These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. The psalmist remembered praising God in the house of the Lord. And although the psalmist was now not in the house of the Lord and in a desperate situation, he still remembered God and the joy that God had once brought him. For us, God may feel quiet now, but if we allow our minds to remember the times he has spoken and moved in our lives, we'll encourage our souls to know that God's silence does not mean his abandonment or that he's not actively working or fighting on our behalf. Oftentimes we can get so caught up in the current moment that we feel like our present reality is what it's always been and what it will always be. And that's just not true. Our life consists of moments. We live from one moment to the next. And this moment that we are in now does not define the totality of our life or our relationship with God. It's just a moment that we're passing through, it will pass. Although times change and seasons change, God does not. Hebrews 13 verse eight says, Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. When we think on what life was like when we were hearing from God and when we did feel his presence, we remind ourselves that if he did it before, he can surely do it again. Once you realize that a silent season is just that, a season that will pass, you may now wonder, well, what do I do while I wait this season out? The writer of Psalm 42 reminds us that when we feel like God is silent, to worship while 
we wait. In verse five, he writes, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Not only did the psalmist remember when he praised God in the past, he told himself to praise him even in this season. You know what I love about this verse? Is that the psalmist doesn't wait to feel like praising God. He doesn't wait to feel like God is with him. He doesn't wait to feel like God isn't silent anymore. No, he tells his soul what to do. Hope in God. He decided to praise again. My goodness, the faith. I wonder if we can have that faith today. The faith that says, even though God is silent, I'm going to praise him anyways. I'm going to praise him for what he did in the past, and I'm going to praise him for what he will do in the future. What I love about having a heart of worship, even in a silent season, is that it transforms our minds and comforts our hearts well before our situation may change. Worship helps us to realize that we don't serve God just for how he makes us feel or what he gives us. True worship is about who God is. And as we learn today, God is always the same. He's always good. He's always with us. That's not going to change. I hope that the words of Psalm 42 encourage your soul not to give up on God because he has not given up on you. I hope you choose to see the blessing in this season as an opportunity for you to remember that God is good no matter what and to walk by faith and not by sight. God may be silent, but he's still working. The Bible says that he does not slumber or sleep. He always has his eye on us and he is not surprised by what we're going through or even what we feel. He loves you and he hears you. So I encourage you, draw near to him. Remember what he's done in the past, knowing that he can do it again and worship while you wait. We serve a God who may feel silent, but never fails to act on the behalf of his children. So even when God gets uncomfortably quiet, we have hope that anchors us until we hear from him again. A hospital waiting room was the last place I expected silence from God. And while I was tempted to question his silence, I've walked with him long enough to know that although I couldn't understand his silence, I could always trust his character. He has a proven track record of rescuing me no matter what. And I chose to believe that situation would be no different. As I look back, I may not have heard from God in that moment as I desired, but I can see now, oh, that he was with me, leading me to the doctors I needed and providing the care that only he could during that painful season. The fact that I made it through at all is testimony enough that God never once left my side, even in his silence. And no matter what you're going through today, he hasn't left you either. If you are waiting through a silent season, I want you to check out this video where I share five steps to take while waiting on God. For more encouragement, download my free Bible study called Worry Free to learn the three lies feeding your worry and the truth to finally set you free at belovedwomen.org. Thank you so much for watching today. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.